0: Welcome to Solo Travel Adventures, my sisters. Don't let fear hold you back from traveling alone. I want you to gather your courage, listen to inspiring stories, and learn how to travel solo while safely navigating new places from this show. I'm Cheryl Esch, Solo Travel Advocate and Travel Coach, and I want you to have a transformative experience when you travel solo. So pack your bags book your flight, and check one more time for that passport. It's time to explore the world. Hello, sister travelers. Welcome back. Well, today's episode is based on some information, some travel uh, preparations I've been making or helping my son make. Um, He is getting ready to leave. Um, When this airs, he will be leaving on a plane today to go to Spain for his first international trip. And so as a mama, I got a little worried. Um, He's only 19. So I was like, oh my gosh, this is your first international trip. And He's kind of clueless, but he has come to me on occasion to kind of let me know or ask me questions like, how do I do this? So I appreciate that because he does know that his mom is a seasoned traveler. I have traveled internationally. And so I gave him some tips, which I'm going to share with you today. Now, these are, in my opinion, three very basic safety tips. Now, granted, ladies, there are tons of safety tips that i could give you i mean there's a whole gamut of different ways that we as women can keep ourselves safe but these three are just very basic and they actually apply to anybody whether you're traveling alone or with a group of people Um, they're just kind of very good common sense uh Safety tips to do before you go on your trip. Okay, so there are safety tips that you can be doing while you're traveling, while you're in another country, or just um, on your own. These are actual just three basic tips that you should definitely do before you get on that plane. Okay, so these are things that I share with my son as a new international traveler. Now, granted he is going with some other people. So some of these tips are both applied to both as solo travelers, good, good things to do as a solo traveler, most definitely. And then also it's helpful as you, if you travel with a group to share some of this information as well. So uh, the first thing you want to do is if you are traveling internationally, or even if you are maybe traveling locally, um, you want to keep a copy of your passport, or maybe it's your driver's license or some sort of identification uh, for when you're traveling. And you want to copy this and Share it with yourself. Actually, Um, there's a couple ways to do this. Now, I like to do it a couple, two different ways. Actually, actually, three different ways. I just say because when I travel, um, particularly like when I travel with my son, we will have actual physical photocopies of our passports. But the other person I'm traveling with has that copy. All right, it's not kept with me or with my passport, it's with somebody else that I might be traveling with. Um, that way, for example, maybe if my stuff gets stolen, then my partner, whoever I'm traveling with has that information okay has actual physical copies of that information. Now if you're traveling alone, um, it's probably not the best thing to keep a cop a physical copy of your passport. However, you can electronically keep a copy of your passport. You could either keep it uh, take a picture of it and keep it on your on your phone. Um, therefore, uh, you have it, but if your phone does get stolen, um, and you don't have access to that, you can email it to yourself so that, um, if you needed to just get access to your email, you could do that somewhere else. Wouldn't necessarily have to be on your phone. Um, some people are concerned about emailing a copy of their passport to themselves for, uh, safety reasons. Again, uh, you know, emails can, get hacked, and especially if you're not using a you know secure Wi-Fi or anything like that. So one way to protect it, if that is you, is you can save it as a PDF. And in that PDF process, you can create a password for it. So it is password protected, is it encrypted in some way, so that even if someone gets a hold of your email, they won't be able to open it unless they have that specific password. So that would be another way to secure that document. Um, you could also email yourself other, um, documents, uh, important documents that you might feel you need for your travels, whether it's maybe your health insurance card or things like that, that you would want to have access to just in case, um, maybe your, everything got stolen. So that would be se- something to keep, uh, you know, whether it's, you know three ways you can do it physically. You have a copy with uh, share it with that somebody you're traveling with, electronic copy through email, or you could even take a picture of it and keep that on your phone as well. Um, I like that because if I don't have internet by chance and I do have my phone, I can just pull up the picture very easily. So, those are some ways to uh, definitely you want to make copies of that and you know, just have those accessible in case something happens to your original. The second. Tip, basic tip is um, you want to share your itinerary. Um, Now, if you know exactly where you're going and, you know, definitely share your flight information with somebody, somebody back at home, uh, whether that's one or two people, uh, make sure you're communicating that with them. Have it, you know, electronically uh, given to them. You know, maybe you send it through email. Um, If you have the places where you're going to be staying, then you want to provide the names of those places. And if you have phone numbers or contact information, that would be helpful as well. And have that, you know, if you're a planner, have that written down. Now, if you are a person that's just going to spontaneously be moving about a country or in your travels, you're not sure where you're going to end up from day to day, definitely have some check-in points with somebody um, on the other end, somebody in your hometown possibly. They're in your home country that can know that they'll be expecting whether it's a phone call or a text or some sort of communication from you at certain given points. So that if they are not, you know, if they don't receive that communication from you within a certain amount of time, and you can make sure you set that, say, oh, if you know, maybe your check in is let's do, you know, I'm going to check in 24 hours, or I'm going to check in as soon as I land. That's always, always a great plan. You know, I have my son, he's going to check in as soon as he lands in Spain. If I'm not receiving that, of course, I'm going to give him a little time because, you know, he's only 19. He's going to forget is, you know, give it a little time. And if I still don't hear from him, you can set a little timeline. Maybe that person wants to reach out to you to make sure you're okay in case you have forgotten. Um, But if you still don't hear anything, maybe you don't get a response you know, have a little given, oh, if it's 24 hours, okay, maybe um, we need to look at just other ways to maybe get in touch with you. If they've provided hotels, maybe check and see if they've checked into that hotel. Um, Sharing your itinerary will help. um, Obviously setting times when you want to check in. Maybe it's not every day. Maybe it's every other day you're going to check in with somebody Um, just so that they will feel at ease and you will feel at ease knowing that someone knows where you are all right, that someone is someone cares about you and they're worried about your whereabouts and making sure you're staying safe in your travels, okay? So again, if you're not setting your, t- you know, you're doing everything spontaneously, uh, then make sure you definitely have some check-in points. Um, that's actually gonna be my son. They haven't planned much, uh, which is pretty typical. I've been there, um, but he does have, you know, uh, he's given me some basic information when they're landing, of course, Um, when they're taking the ferry over to Ibiza. So he's given me some basics. I think they have, they also have their um, hostel for the first night set up. So I have some information, but I do plan to check in with him on a regular basis to make sure he's okay. So share your itinerary, um, print it out possibly, and share it with one or two people on the other end. And so that they can check in with you as well. Set those times. The third point, uh, which has a couple little bullet points underneath it, but generally just have all emergency contacts on hand. And that includes your embassy, whatever country you are from, uh, whatever country you're traveling to, make sure you know where that embassy is for your country. For example, of course, a U.S. citizen, knowing where that embassy is uh, in Spain for my son um, has been information I provided to him. So he has that information. He has the phone number for the embassy as well in case something would happen. Um, Knowing the country code for dialing in that country as well. So obviously every country has its dialing, you know, phone call Number For America, it's the one before the number. Um, In Spain, uh, it's 34 before that number. And so having that country code for when you need to just dial a number, maybe a local number. And then what is the country code for emergencies? Again, in the US, it's 911, but in other countries, it's gonna be different. So you wanna look that up before you go. Again, I just happen to know Spain because that's what I was helping my son set up. And so Spain is 112 is their emergency number, just like the US is 911. So every country is gonna have a little different emergency number. And then speaking of emergency numbers, you're gonna wanna have your emergency contacts in your phone um, for any kind of, whether it's for um, a medical emergency that someone has access to that on your phone. In the U.S. we call it ICE. Um, In case of emergency number, you want to tag those people in your contacts so that when um, emergency uh, medical personnel need to access that on your phone and call next of kin, that they can identify who those people are. And so making sure that is set up on your phone. Um, The other thing I do as an extra step, I do that mainly because I... I live alone um, and, you know, I do hikes and I do runs and stuff like that um, by myself, even locally. So I want to make sure if something would happen that it is something accessible. I have on my watch, it's called Real ID. Um, It's a little extra piece that's added. And on that, it's almost, um, do you remember, maybe, uh, maybe you don't know, but I know in the U.S., we used to have these medical emergency bracelets that, um, people would often wear that maybe had certain ailments or allergies. They would wear those bracelets. Well, this is very similar to that. And it's, uh, it's a dual purpose for me. It has two emergency contact numbers on it. It has my name and it has two emergency contact numbers on it in case they can't get a hold of my, uh, contacts in my phone. Um, or my phone is lost for some reason. It's actually on my wrist It also includes my allergies. I do have a lot of allergies, so it includes those um, ones that are more uh, detrimental to me. Uh, For example, I am allergic to peanuts, so that one is definitely on there because that one can be sort of a very uh, detrimental uh, allergy for me, so I want to make sure it is identified on that wristband there. So that's just another... um, a bonus kind of add on to making sure you have sort of emergency contacts um, within reach and also available to someone else that it might you know maybe you have passed out and so they need to make sure that you they have contact with somebody that um, knows you and Um, can be reached. So those are three. um, Oh, I forgot one thing. We're talking about the embassy, your particular embassy. Uh, The U.S. actually has a program that you might be interested in in setting up, especially as a solo traveler. It is called STEP, and it stands for Smart Traveler Enrollment Program. It is a free program for U.S. citizens, um, and it allows us to You know, when we're traveling abroad, we enroll in this program, and that way the nearest embassy um, knows of your travels. You will receive important information from the embassy about safety conditions in that destination country that you're going to. Um, It also helps. uh, It will contact you in case of emergency, such as maybe a national disaster or civil unrest in that country that you might be traveling to. It also helps your family or friends get in touch with you in case of an emergency, because you've enrolled in that program, they can, they know where you are. Um, and I know you kind of think, oh, that's kind of freaky. Um, but just know that just because you have a passport, uh, you are trackable as well. So I know that's kind of maybe not uh, something you enjoy knowing that the country, your country knows where you are. Um, but If you are a traveler and you have a passport, well, there's really no way around that. But this program, the STEP program, uh, is just a little extra bonus STEP. I like the fact that it will contact you if there's particularly any kind of um, civil unrest or something um, happening in that country that you might need to get out quickly. Okay, So these are three very basic safety tips. As I mentioned before, there are so many more that we can kind of practice and employ as we travel and to keep ourselves safe. But these are three very basic ones that need to be done before you get on that plane, women. So just take that time, do a little bit of that setup, that research, and just make sure you're keeping yourself safe before you travel. But as always, Let's take that leap and let's go on those adventures. Hey sister travelers, did this podcast inspire and encourage you or move you to get out there and travel? Wonderful. There are three ways you can thank me. First one is leave a written review for the show on Apple Podcast. Two, share the show with your sister travelers, your friends, your family. And three, subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And thank you again for listening to the show. Sisters, be fearless, take the leap, and get out there and have an adventure.